Welcome to For the Win podcast in association with the Women's Wealth and Impact Network. Women's Win. I'm your host and founder of the network, Karen S. Schaefer. As women in our 40s and beyond, we put so much of our lives toward others' growth, our partners, husbands, kids, and even our employees. But now it's our turn. We all have something in our hearts that we've always wanted to do, wealth that we've wanted to create, and lives that we've wanted to impact. That's what Women's Wealth and Impact Network is all about, working together, lifting one another up across the globe, creating wealth, delivering impact, and ultimately changing the world. Are you ready? It's our turn, and it's time to win. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of For the Win podcast. I'm your host, Karen Schaefer, and I'm so glad to have you all here today. I want to talk about the three ways to create great wealth in your heart and in your pocketbook today. Um, Y'all know about the seven pillars to creating extraordinary wealth and impact for women over 40. That's what I teach in our masterclass called It's Your Turn. Um, And what I really think that that comes down to for me is that there are three ways to build extraordinary wealth. Now I have seven pillars because I think that there's seven different ways that you can achieve all this, but it comes down to sort of three methods. And one is, you know, by building a business, right? That's one way to create extraordinary wealth, both in your heart, because it can be very satisfying and you can help other people and also in your pocketbook because you can build a business in many ways and create extraordinary income. The second way is to invest and the traditional ways of investing, of course, are the stock market and the real estate market. And I'll talk a little bit about those. And the third way is going to surprise you, but it's to give. And so um, I know a lot of people are like, wait a minute, how am I creating wealth in my heart and my pocketbook if I'm giving everything away? And I didn't say give everything away. I just said, give. It's one of those things that you can do to create extraordinary wealth in your heart and your pocketbook. And I'm gonna give you some great examples of that. So let's start at the beginning on building a business. Um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of ways to build a business and it doesn't have to be, you know, a small business or a big business or, or you know, anything like that. You can build a business by, you know, maybe being a professional, a doctor, a lawyer, CPA, salesperson, whatever the case is there. Um, And usually what you'll do with that is you'll offer professional services, more than likely charge um, by the hour or via retainer or on commission. Um, I, you all know, most of you know, at least I'm a top real estate agent in the country. And um, obviously I make income there based on commission, right? As a salesperson. Um, But the name of the game with something like this is usually quantity not necessarily quality. However, having said all that is you can build a business by having one of these professions, especially if you niche yourself. You always hear that saying there's riches in niches. And so if you have a very specific skill set, then you can niche yourself, which can then in turn become a very profitable business, um, which can, again, kind of feed your heart as well because you feel like, oh, wow, I'm doing something that I really want to do, that I really love to do, or it's doing something where I'm serving other people and that's important to me, just like I do with the WIN network as well. Um, For instance, with me in real estate, I think one of the reasons I started to do very well with that was I specialized 
specialized um, specifically in mountain properties. And then I started to specialize in luxury mountain properties. And it's not to say that I'm unfamiliar with other things or can't do other things to serve some of my existing clients, but it became sort of a niche and a specialty. So people would come to me, which is awesome, instead of me having to go to all them, right? Um, to actually help them to sell or buy a home. And it increased my um, bottom line exponentially because if you think about it, when you sell a half million dollar home, so that's awesome, right? I might make about $15,000 in commission. Now I'm talking about gross here. I'm not talking about the things that we have to pay out. But if I sold a you know, $2 million house, all of a sudden I go from 15,000 to 60,000. So I only need to sell a smaller amount of this because I specialized in it. And then I, you know, versus four of these $500,000 ones versus one of these $2 million ones. So that's the advantage of being a professional, turning that into a niche and then building a business based on that niche. So that's one cool way you can build a business. Um, you can always have a, a small business. Uh, a lot of people make a lot of money on these and it's my husband and I always talk about, um, it's kind of interesting because, you know, you might hear these numbers of, people doing big, big business, right? Oh my gosh, I made millions of dollars. And we always say, well, anybody can spend a million to make a million. And there's a big difference there. So you have to think about what really is your ROI? What's your return on investment? How much money are you really bringing in? Um, that's a big thing. So, you know, if you run a small business, there's no shame in that, ladies. A lot of times small businesses will make more than big, big businesses because you have less overhead. Um, but it depends on what you want to do. Like I said, we're talking about wealth for your heart and your pocketbook. So um, I love, have you guys ever had Dots pretzels? Oh my goodness, I love Dots pretzels. They're the best. I like the original recipe the best, um, but the Southwest recipe is pretty doggone good too. Pretty doggone good too, excuse me. Um, but I, I, I love those dots pretzels. Do you guys like those? They're so good. And um, I was sort of interested because I heard different things about the story behind dots pretzels. And it was interesting because she never thought about starting a business. She was actually trying to retire, <laughs> was moved to, got a little place in Arizona. So went back and forth between Arizona and her home in North Dakota and starting to retire. And when they were in Arizona, her sister-in-law asked her, asked Dorothy, so nobody ever called her Dot. They just thought that was better marketing to say Dot, um, asked Dorothy to create some help her to create some gift bags for Christmas, 30, 40, 50 gift bags of seasoned pretzels. And so Dorothy went to Sam's Club and bought a bunch of pretzels and created a seasoning for them, put them in the oven and made them taste yummy, right? And then bagged them all and they gave them out and people loved them. And from there, she kept saying, well, I'm not really starting a business, but people kept asking for more. And so I think the story is, and I might mess this up a little bit, so please forgive me, but I think she started then to sell the pretzels um, like next to hot dog stands at um, games and things like that. And then eventually they decided, okay, well, I guess we are running a business. And they started to send out boxes of pretzels to every single gas station one by one or area by area in North Dakota, which was her home state, because that's how they were going to start to distribute them. And from there, you know, kind of the rest is history, right? So that's a small business that they started. They never expected to. But I think some of the cool lessons within that is she got her pretzels at Sam's Club. So she used an existing 
resource that was already there. She didn't have to reinvent the wheel. She just had a way to make it roll better. And I talk about that a lot, is you don't ever have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to figure out how to make it roll better or spin better, right? Or go faster, whatever the case is. But that's what Dot did. That's what Dorothy did, right? She just said, hey, there's pretzels here. Let me try to put some seasoning on them, make them taste better. And all of a sudden now, those pretzels, I mean, we're paying $7, $9 a bag for those things. And I do it all the time because they're so delicious. I don't want the other pretzels because these are so good right? I mean, the pretzel that tastes like butter, you just can't beat that. But that's a great example of, like I said, that she is a resource that was already there. And also she went one step at a time. She said, I didn't send out these box of pretzels to every single gas station in North Dakota all at once. We went one by one, area by area, because I didn't want to grow too fat. I didn't know how to grow. I was learning as I went. So these are great lessons for all of you with your own business when it feels intimidating, like, oh, I don't know, how do I get that big thing started? Well, maybe you don't start a big thing. Maybe you use an existing resource and you go step by step. And that's the beauty of having a global network of women here because we can use our existing resources that we all have together to help one another go step by step, right? Um, you can also run a big business, right? That's okay. Or you can take an existing business and make it bigger. Uh, the um, Airbnb, have you, you guys are all familiar with that, right? My husband and I have some of those. And um, that's, that started with three guys renting mattresses, literally um, sleeping on mattresses. And all of a sudden now they're running a $10 billion company, B billion, right? Um, or something like um, a company that maybe is a family business. Maybe you're part of a family business. I grew up in a family business and all of a sudden you go, you know what? I, I can see a bigger future. I have a great vision for another way we can run this business like enterprise car rental. That is still a family held business. And yet they kept growing and growing and growing. And now they have, you know, trucks and vans and, and all these other things, all these other divisions. It's a great example on how to grow a business that's already there. So the cool thing about this is, like I said earlier, it sort of satisfies two things because you can create wealth for your pocketbook, which I think is great because it gives you time freedom and money freedom. We love that. Um, and it gives you wealth in your heart, which I also like because you're doing something good for yourself, for your family. Now you can create those four cornerstones of contribution, time, money, knowledge, connections, because you've built something big. Now you can share something big as well. So the next, um, thing that we talked about was as far as those three things that you can really use to create um, wealth in your heart and your and your pocketbook is investing. So I think there's two, there's a lot of ways to invest. Okay. These are the two we're going to discuss. Number one, stock market, number two, real estate. So the stock market, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, that's like legal gambling. Um, and it is in a way because, you know, I mean, who knows what the world's going to do. It might be going along really great. And then a big tragedy happens and overnight things can just tank, just like in the great depression or during 9-11 or something like that. And all of a sudden we just see, you know, everything takes a nosedive 
when we least expect it or it soars when we least expect it. Talk about COVID, right? We had no idea what that was going to do to our world. And yet the stock market, people were getting 30, 40% returns. It was extraordinary. And, um, you know, and who knew? I mean, how many of you invested in Bitcoin during that time or anywhere else in the stock market? Uh, you know, do you, have, do you have any great things you wanna share with all of us that you go, wow, this was my experience in doing that? Um, I think it's really uh, interesting when you talk about investing in the stock market because you can do that in a lot of ways. There's so many easy apps now. So if you go, you know what, I'm just going to kind of poke my way through it, go step by step like Dorothy did with her pretzels, right? Um, you can get on the Robinhood app or you can get on Charles Schwab app or any of these apps and kind of poke your way through and learn how to invest in the stock market. Or you can hire um, a money manager um, or an investment manager and help and have them sort of help you manage your money or grow your money as well. So that's one way, of course, in the stock market. And what's fun about that is it can really, um, you know, increase your pocketbook, but you have to be careful. You have to keep an eye on it and you have to know there's ups and there's downs, right? Um, there's high and they're low in the market itself. So you have to know what your plan is for it and you have to be able to weather some storms. And so that's why I always say, don't just jump in willy nilly on those things. It's okay if you're just putting in you know, a couple hundred dollars or something to kind of learn and that's okay, but don't invest you know, everything you have until you really have a plan behind it because then it can hurt your heart because it can give you a heart attack and, um, uh, and hurt your pocketbook too, right? So we always want to think in terms of positive growth, um, both in our heart and our pocketbook, and that way we can share more with other people as well. Uh, just be aware, you know, like I said, any kind of investing, no matter what it is, um, even if you're investing in building a business, right? ups and downs. That's what we know, ladies. We've all been around the block. We've traveled around that sun. We've walked a mile or two, whatever the phrase is you want to use here in our 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Um, so you know there's ups and downs. Pay attention and make sure that you're doing what you want to do wisely. I'm not saying don't do it at all. I say do it. Just be smart. Um, the other thing, and I teach this next one in our um, seven pillars to creating extraordinary wealth and impact for women over 40, is, uh, is investing in real estate. Um, Pete, my husband and I, we've done very well with this and um, we'll continue to grow our real estate portfolio over the years. And part of that was, it wasn't because I was a real estate agent. We had started investing years ago. As a matter of fact, I started our investing business in 2004. Five, I think. And then Pete took it over um, around 2000 and maybe 13, I think. Um, and somewhere in between there, we got down to $200. So that's a whole story for another podcast um, because of the crash in 2007, 2008, 2009, right? The real estate crash. So that's why I always say be smart about how you do things because you have to be able to weather the storms in between. But real estate investing to me is one of the best ways that you can possibly invest. And it's why I I really feel strongly about it being part of our pillars because I think you can make extraordinary income and then you know multiply that income by investing it. So you can 10 times that, 100 times that by understanding how to successfully invest that money. And I'm gonna show you how to do that in real estate by helping you all to buy your first investment property. Isn't that kind of cool? Um, 
So think about that. It may be something you're interested in. It may not be. That's okay. Um, knowledge is power. We always say that, right? And that's how you can increase the wealth in your heart is maybe you go, you know what? I'm not going to buy an investment property, but I want to be able to help my kids buy one. So that's how you can increase the wealth in your heart and also know that your kids are good for their future. But it's a great way to make sure you're good for your future, for your retirement. How about an extra ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month in retirement just from residual income? Now, that's what I'm talking about. That's cool, right? And then the third way, so we talked about building a business, investing. The third way is going to surprise all of you, but that's by giving. And so um, a lot of people are like, wait, hold, whoa, Karen, stop now. Because, you know, I said I'd be all in on all this other stuff, but I don't want to give it away. Well, we're not saying that. But we all know, you know, that universal law of you give to receive right? So that's what I refer to as the law of reciprocity. So have you um, given something? I always think, and this only works in my opinion at least, when you give without expectation of receipt. So um, if you're going to give, give it with a pure solid heart, give it with the knowledge that you may not get anything specifically from that gift in return. However, it often comes back to you in a variety of ways and as I said before, we're all old enough to know this. Stop and think about it. When have you given something and you've received something unexpected in return? In a good, positive way. So this isn't about negativity, right? This is a positive way. Or maybe it hasn't happened yet. Maybe you've given and you haven't received yet. Or you haven't opened your eyes to receive yet. Or your heart to receive yet which is a big deal because we need to be able to be open to receiving, right? And the Bible says that too. You know, you have to be open to receiving it. So again, you have to, you have to give to get. And give first and then you'll get later, okay? So don't worry about it. And maybe, maybe it's not about money that we're giving. Maybe it's just time or resources or knowledge or love. Um, any of those things. We can be giving first and we'll get it back later, I promise. Um, if you tithe, however that looks for you, whether again, and tithing is really part of those four cornerstones, right? How do you tithe? You can tithe with money. I mean, everybody talks about that, but there's also time tithing, um, connections, knowledge, all those things. Those are all forms of tithing. And so I think when you tithe, you get it back at least tenfold. And I want to give you a quick example of that. Um, there's an extraordinary story and I don't have permission to tell the whole story just because I didn't ask. I'm sure they'd let me, but um, so I'm not going to, but some people in our church uh, had some unexpected, extraordinary medical bills. And so Pete and I talked about it and I said, you know, I know we're, you know, we're not going to be able to give them all the money that they need for their medical bills, but how about if we just give them, you know, $2,500 um, in cash and that way they can use it however they need to use it in whether it's you know groceries or rent or bills or whatever and hopefully that'll help offset just a little bit of concern for them and um and pete said oh yeah absolutely do that and we feel blessed that we could and so we did and you know it was no big deal and they were like oh thank you so much and awesome you know um and then a little while later i had this idea to write these letters um, as a marketing tool in my real estate business. And it was all about getting um, listings that were a million dollars or higher. And so I had this idea and I wrote two letters, two different letters. And through those letters, I ended up getting over six figures of business. 
And I really think it's because when you give, you receive. And I know you do. Like, I know now when I give, I go, oh, I'm going to get something good for that. It's not that I expect something. I just know it's already going to happen. So I think that's a great way to create wealth in your heart and in your pocketbook. And you always have realized results. Um, our pastor always talks about, you know, you're blessed when someone gives you something, and you're more blessed when you're able to give it to someone else. And so that's really why I think giving um, can help you to increase um, wealth, both in your heart and in your pocketbook. Um, there are many ways you can do this, but I think that is, since it's our, um, our turn, our turn in this universe right now, ladies, I think um, it's okay to step up to the plate and say, you know, what kind of business am I going to build or create or grow? What, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna invest? And what will I give? And just by nature of doing those things, we know that life is extraordinary and good things are coming. Remember, it's your turn and I'm so ready to win. Aren't you? I'm in it to win it and I can't wait for you to be in it too. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of For the Win. I loved having you here today and I'm excited to help you win. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and please share it with all the women you know so together we can impact our own lives as well as those of women throughout the world. It's our turn and it's time to win.